fucking hash pipes. Good yeah, time. dude. Come on, kick me. Agreed. As long as you can remember it. Uh, yeah, that's fine. Well, actually, no, it's kind of funny when you do the fuck. That's what, <laughs> I know. That's what we love. Well, I can't do hash pipe because I don't have it in front of me. I don't need the chart for that, and I don't feel like writing out another chart. I was thinking Say It Ain't So, if you wanted to do that. Okay, we've or already done that. El Scorcho. Wanted to do that one. You've, done you've that. already done that. Who gives a shit? It's a song. I don't know, but make sure you talk into the fucking mic when we get going. Yeah, it's loud enough, but get your mouth on it. Did you have one of these two? Yep. Dude, seriously, badass Scottish ale. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Mm. All right, this one. Way to go. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> fuck you. Introducing the award-list winning podcast, it's the Intellectual Saviors, with your hosts, the Pedo. I put it in you, little girl. The Ginger Bear. Who gives a shit about women? So we're doing gender equality. And the Pivot Man. Thank God he's not black. They haven't won any awards, but they've won your hearts. <laughs> Crying. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, that might be the best opening ever. Holy crap. When the fuck did I sing that? When do I say these things? <laughs> Uh, we just lost half of our listeners. <laughs> Goddamn show stereotypes in action, man. Both of us. See, at this uh, point, at this point, my my nickname is not appropriate anymore. That's true. Yeah, that's why we need to get a new fucking opener. Well, yeah. No, fuck Andrew. I'm just gonna do it on my own. <gasps> no, dude. We need to find somebody that's separate. Fuck it. I'll make. I'll a, tell you what. A weird voice. I don't oh. care. I will. Um, Let's do it like those. Because even I'm getting Honestly, I can, I can pick up. I can just go get Gray again. We can just get Gray to do it. Let's do. Like this week. Put like effects on. Do like that truck thing. You know, like Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. And fucking do that kind of thing. Just roll over the top. I'll have to play around with Logic Pro. I don't have a whole lot of experience with it, so. Well, you can see. <laughs> God damn it. I figured, I figured Michael would love his. I do love it. I, I heard that, and I'm like, yep, that's it. I don't care what the hell else I hear. That is going in the opener. Had it been taken out of context. <laughs> All of it's taken out of context. I would never say such a thing. Mine, I was referencing something you said. No. Well, in Impossible. the like. Impossible. <laughs> anyway, folks, welcome to the Intellectual Saviors. If you're still listening after that turned you off in the first uh, 30 seconds oh fuck this show <laughs> click um yeah i wonder so, how many uh, listeners we've actually lost over me saying something like fuck obama and black people in general or like this is not going to be as be serious as an episode or, as uh the past has um obviously <coughs> last week was a uh dissertation in uh economics pretty much no love shit. you blake Bore you, you were tears. awesome um, <laughs> 
So, uh, we're just past uh, the wonderful Final Four that was here in the DFW area. Mm-hmm. I have a story um, about that. You know, mm-hmm. getting a whole bunch of uh, athletes to pretty much work for free. Meanwhile, the NCAA is making millions of dollars. So, kudos to those kids making no money whatsoever off of this. Good job. <laughs> getting a free education, man. It's all oh, good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because that really gets them far. That makes up for the billion dollars of profit they provide um, colleges. Yeah, you fail to realize that they don't really have to take a lot of classes and courses. Like uh, I know, some have you schools, listened to some of the scandals about that shit? Some dude? schools are serious. Dribbling one hundred and one are serious about it, and that's why they have shitty uh, collegiate sports. Is because they're so serious about their student athletes performing academically. But then you have other ones that just don't give a shit, and they're like, oh, he's a student okay. athlete. A. Let me, <laughs> let me preface this with something that I've had as an experience. In college, I took a sociology course about disasters, right? So the entire course was a study about disasters. Um, and you could basically, like, your, your end paper was your grade, right? So, like, whatever you wrote about had to be related to disasters and something sociological. Like, uh, uh, I think my wife at the time... Um, wrote about like religion, so she did like a paper over religion and disasters because she took the class with me. That makes sense. They correspond. Religion is a disaster. True. <sighs> no, it was how they cope with disaster. Oh my! Bad. A lot. Her paper was over like not natural disasters, but how people use religion as a coping mechanism when they, for instance, get on buses in the Middle East. Because anytime you get on a bus. Yeah. You're running a risk of getting blown up. That's true. So, like, a lot of her paper was about stuff like that. Honestly, I don't remember what my paper was about. Um, it was, it's been so long that I don't actually remember my dissertation for that class. The point I wanted to make to the college thing, though, is these guys are reporting they never went to class. Like, he's like, there wasn't a class to go to. When we did that uh, class, we had a classroom, and we met with the teacher, and she would direct us about how to research, where to go, what to find... Uh, here's good resources you can go to. Here's online material. Here's the I was at uh, uh, UTA at the time, so like here's the UTA library. And by the way, um, I really miss having access to that library because it had some great scientific journals. And I'm really sad I don't have access to it. The anymore. National Geographic's. No, to no, dude. Off to those We're talking about like the journal, of, like the psychological would, journal. You really think Boggs would masturbate to a National Geographic? Dude, I think he would pretty much whack off to anything. <laughs> I mean, I mean right at this now, point, dude, maybe. I, I got to say, female listeners, I am pretty damn desperate right now. <laughs> so <laughs> I know that that's really bad to admit, but I am crying on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Sorry. Wow. So Conf- Confession time with Bugs. No shit. If anyone would like Tell to have sex it. with me. I'm going to do a little infomercial and even, put it even on the YouTube Even a hot man would be okay at this point. And it's point. just going to be like me videotaping you just playing League and just being like, this poor man has <laughs> he plays not League stuck his penis in a vagina <laughs> in over a year. Wait, wait. I have a song for that. I want the world to know that I have problems too. Why people problems. Oh, it's A7. All he does is play League of Legends and play his guitar and a little bit with himself. Dude, it's like every... Don't go in my room after 10. If you would like to donate that hole between your legs (laughs) for 30 seconds, 
You would what? make this man's No. <laughs> 45? Thank you. If you I was thinking like a minute. To but... donate your organ hole for 45 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> Eric, okay, so a little bit of uh, behind the curtains for you guys. So I, I'm, I'm watching, or I'm not watching, I'm a, <laughs> that started as a 14 slip. I'm watching porn, that's what's going on. Anyway, Man. I got on our Facebook and I saw that somebody uh, commented on something about my sex life. And mm-hmm. Eric was like, yeah, Boggs' sex life is a, com- or a tragic comedy, and mm-hmm. I aim to make it a comedy. Yeah. Um, and we don't even have to work too hard at it. I know, right? Shut up, Michael. Wow. So, uh, <clears throat> I'm anyway, trying to help him out. You're not helping me. Dude, you told me to... I was giving you good advice. I'm not even going to say what you said, because it's really offensive. Don't say it, because you might use it later. Don't give away secrets. That also mm. might be... The problem is, is I feel like my dick would just look so small mm. in a... <laughs> What? Just let's what? just move Fuck. on. I feel so inferior. So you shouldn't use this new app that's coming out. <clears throat> oh, what's this new app? Um, damn it, I can't remember the name of it. Let's see if I can find it real quick. It just reminded me of it. And while Eric's doing that, but remember, kids, follow us on the Twitter at the Intel Savers. Like us on the Facebooks. And if you're a female and you're really desperate, email us at intelsaviors <laughs> at gmail dot com. And no, uh, just email me at. And put bogs in the subject line. They uh, they took it off the USA Today website, but um, I, I think it's called like um, Thin Picks or something like that. It's an app that you can download, and what it does is it has software to where whenever you take a selfie, it takes 15 pounds off of you. Oh my god! I'm like that is the t- most terrible invention I've ever heard of in my life, because now. You, you like meet some chick at a bar, you're like slightly drunk and you exchange phone numbers and then you're like, man, I can't remember what she looks like. Hey, send me a selfie. Now she can fucking take 15 pounds off of herself. Damn it. And for a shallow fucking prick like me, that's horrible. <laughs> I have to say, you kind of are a shallow prick, dude. Yes, I am. I'm trying to be a better man. No, you're not, dude. You're just getting whatever you can. Oh, that's not even true. Shit. First of all, that's not even close to being true. <laughs> that is true. It is Fire. not true at that's all. That's what you said five seconds ago no, in I, my bedroom. That's what I was telling you to do, you fucking <laughs> idiot. Not me. I said dude, you need to fucking... You literally said, get whatever you no. can, comma, because that's what I'm doing, and that's no, working out for me. That's, that's exactly what you said. That is not wow. at all what I fucking and said. And then you offered yourself to me, which was really <laughs> weird. Whoa, okay, whoa, I, see, now whoa. I... This is all, that's it. I don't even have to defend myself now because everybody knows that that's not true. First of all, Boggs would be it? offering himself up to me. I wouldn't be Please, offering myself Michael, up to Boggs. Please, Michael, suck my dick. <laughs> Please let me suck your dick, Michael. No, it'd be the all right, right Is it like the? Uh, I don't need to be sucking cock. I need mine sucked. So you guys just make a glory hole, and you'll solve each other's problems. <laughs> And they could be like the uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, where like you know it's a dude, but I mean, do you really care at that point? Well, you can't I think see we, him. I think if we made one, we'd know it to each other. So see, the problem with your that. references, <laughs> I don't watch TV. Ergo, I don't watch It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, so I don't know what the fuck you just said to me. Uh, we have Netflix, and you need to watch it, because <laughs> that show is fucking dude, funny. He's, he's been trying to get me to watch Game of Thrones for, he like snuck it in there too, kind of threateningly, a little bit. He's like, and then we could watch season four together. Did he, you know what I mean? Like, really? Staring at y'all creepy. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's too late now because it's already started, so you're already an episode behind, as God. well as three seasons. First off, so. damn exactly. I'm like way behind the curve for Game of Thrones. That's why I said you just need to binge watch. How's this? If, if I get laid in the next month, I will watch Game of Thrones with you. 
That way he has to help me get laid. That's what I'm going for. Okay. Good luck, dude. Good luck. Oh, um. <sighs> My beer's gone. <laughs> God damn it. Um, that, oh, I'm sorry. Did I fuck up your train of thought? No, no, no. I did wanted I fuck to, up your train of thought, I wanted Michael? to give a, a shout out. I was telling everybody about this. Um, like, you know, every once in a while, people oh, yeah. actually say that they listen to us. And, um, you know, we've had some interactions with a couple different podcasts and stuff. They've checked us out and I've listened to them. And there's a couple guys up in Canada, uh, Chris and Joe of the Podblocked podcast. And I don't know which one it is, but one of them's uh, sent me a tw- tweet saying that he listened. He likes the show. And he also had a request. He wanted his dick suck. So I uh, told him I'd, oh, wow. I'd, I'd let you know that, Bog, so we could hook that up for him. Um, I listened to a couple other shows and I was telling Eric, they, um, I don't know if it's this week's last week's when I listened to it, but they were talking about um, things like that Texans like, or they were just sitting there kind of, you know, riffing on what they think Texans might actually like. And I was kind of jotting these down because they're pretty stereotypical. So I thought we'd go well, through I mean, some of these a little bit. They're Canadians. They don't know. Well, they don't know the hell that we live every day down here. Even, yeah, well, okay, go, just go to the list. I mean, I, I might miss some of these. Of course, it was like, you know, do all Texans listen to country music? I give that the big fucking finger because I don't. Yeah, I fucking Fuck hate country music. Country. <clears throat> okay, as the musician in the group, let me just say something about country. Oh, here we go. I do like I think, the Avett Brothers, though. I think that country has great roots, but we're talking about a style of music that has great roots from 30 to 40 years ago that is now turned into basically a contemporary pop style mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. is quite literally racist. And the reason I say that is not because they're anti-black. It's that they literally appeal to Southern white people. You that's think? that's what they appeal to. You think? That's the reason why the vocal style that they have has a twang to it. It has a Southern twang. It's Even when they're not from the country? Correct. Those are my favorites. Even when they're from fucking New York or some shit yeah. like that. I'm from um, New York. No, you're not. Or how about that? What's that one, or dude? You are, and you're just a fucking liar. What's the... Now, look, I'm not, I'm not saying that contemporary rock is any better than this, but I hate the fact that most of the music you hear now, it's so derived and trite when it comes to like chord progressions and what they end on. It's too predictable. Country is the worst possible genre when it comes to how they look, end look, phrasing. Look, to make it popular, it has to be predictable. Otherwise, you feel left out of the group. I know. But that's the... Therein so lies the issue. it's got to be something easy that you can just rip see, off of. And you can just instantly start clapping your hands and get I know. And, and that's... I'm not, I'm not totally against catchy stuff. But let me give you an example. Um, is the Deer Hunter's uh, Smiling Swine predictable? Yes. It is. Is it good, though? Yes, you know why? Because they phrase things well. Not really. I wasn't Their lyrics are really good. The guitar in the background when they're just going one, two. The three, problem with what four. you're saying is, you can have music that, okay, like uh, a great look, band. Look what you started. This is so gone off the fucking. <laughs> Hold rails. on a sec. I know. I'm gonna. I'm gonna let you finish. Um, a great I'm band sorry, that this that uh, this goes with is like Emery. I can listen to an Emery song. You know who Emery is. Mm-hmm. I can listen to one of their songs and learn something new that I never heard before because I listen to it via headphones, right? Or I have like a, like I'll listen to it on this TV in here. Yeah. And because the sound system is different, I'll hear something new that I never heard before because their music is really thick. It has a lot of parts to it. That Smiling Swine has that kind of factor to it. But the fact is, what do people hear? But all the while, she was still stuck in my mind. She's stuck in my mind. Right? It's catchy. 
The thing is, and this is hard to teach people too, by the way, it has a lot of soul. You know what I mean? Like when he wrote that song, he might have put that in the place of the story, but I promise you, that's about something that happened to him. That's about him figuring out, fuck you, dude. Stop derailing me. I think you derailed him. Whatever. To be fair. Uh, but, shut to the make fuck the, up. Nobody gives a fuck. To make the point, though. So the next he, thing is. He put that in there as a means of, <laughs> of expressing how, like. Nobody knows what you're talking about. Shut the how fuck How blissful up. that feeling is when you find somebody and you fucking just love this person. Nobody and it's loves like, anybody. Fuck everybody. So do all Texans carry guns? I want to leave you, the show you back. You guys don't even own you guys don't own guns, do you? Nope. You don't have no. one. I actually own a rifle, but it was because it was given to me. It's like a World War II fucking rifle, so it's more like an heirloom thing. It's not like something I actually have to shoot a gun. With. I'm coming full circle on my gun thing. I think you should just hey, give man. anybody rocket launchers and grenades and I was shit. a fucking expert shot in the military. I will fuck you up from three hundred yards out, no problem. I'm a good shot too. Actually, no, uh do we really have a problem with guns on this show or do we just have a problem with stupid people with guns? Um and obviously I, guns that are, like, designed to kill... I do have a problem with guns because they don't serve a purpose anymore. Hunting. Yeah, but, I mean, you don't really need to hunt anymore. Yeah, it's not really necessary. Need isn't what we talk about in the society, though. It's, like, wants and desires oh and, God, like, things to do that are well, cool. See, and... that's the thing. Wants and desires get people killed. So... Yeah. Why do we really give the people the want that they think they need? So suck it. This anyway. was my favorite one. They were talking about um, people wearing cowboy hats and cowboy boots, and they wondered if wearing a cowboy hat was like formal wear, like do at weddings in Texas. Does everybody wear cowboy hats? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what some, they were In some, yes. I yeah. thought that was pretty funny. I was like, yeah, formal wear. It's like you wear your tux and your cowboy hat. No, I definitely see <laughs> some people that come out to dinner and like, you know, you can tell it's their like one date of the month where they're going to take their woman out and they're all done up with their fucking giant belt buckle, fucking bolo their tie. sparkly fucking jeans and their fucking, yeah, their bolo tie and their <laughs> cowboy hat. And they're like, man, I look good. I do want to say that that is pretty sturdy. Now we live in it. The- my favorite thing to do is that when they are waiting on their woman who's in the restroom and they have her purse. My favorite thing to do is to go by that guy and go, nice purse, it matches your outfit. <laughs> to which he'll respond with you, it's going to look great on my floor later. And just watch. Yeah! And just, mm, gotcha, no, see, bitch. they're not smart enough to even do that. They just look at me like, man, if I wasn't so civil, I'd kick your ass, boy. You think any, uh, any of them would be like, boy, you got a pretty mouth. No, because they're too homophobic for that. Good point. Touche. Especially to admit it out in public. Maybe if it was just me and him, he'd be like, I can't quit you. <laughs> maybe, maybe if it's a glory hole situation. Exactly. Um, You guys are dicks. You know that, right? What? No, we're not. I'm we're, just saying. This is going this unrelated. Is going, this is going completely poorly. Keep going, dude. Keep going. Be going much better. <laughs> they asked if they thought all Texans love Stevie Ray Vaughan. I figured you, since you're the musician, <laughs> you want to answer that one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Stevie Ray Vaughan. So I haven't um, thought of that fucker in a decade. I'm going to answer that carefully. Yes, he is very talented. He's very. He's better than me, straight up. No fucking way, dude. Here's the thing about Stevie Ray Vaughan. <laughs> He's not better than you. Stevie Ray Vaughan. He never stopped them over showing you. Fuck. <laughs> more than playing. that, Stevie Ray Vaughan didn't write good songs. 
I think it was just his guitar playing. And people are, that's the thing. When I say that, people seem to like get really offended. Like, how the hell could you not like Stevie Ray Vaughan? I appreciate the guy for how talented he was. The guy can shred the guitar. Mm-hmm. Um, that still doesn't change the fact that blues as a genre is very formulaic in and of itself. Like the whole, the whole idea behind blues is you have a standard form that you follow. Mm-hmm. So the soloist always knows the chord structure. Mm-hmm. So, like, he's pretty limited in what he can do. And and as far as, like, songwriting goes, he's not innovative. Like, the guy was just really good. Okay, everybody, so you heard it from Boggs. Steve Rivon sucked. So <laughs> What the fuck? Another, That's not what I said at all. And then one of the last things they were talking about, and it made me kind of giggle, was they were asking if uh, all Texans, like, I, I don't know if this is, like, when we go outside or something. Like, besides tornadoes, I think the thing that we're scared of most are we worried about getting attacked by, like, rattlesnakes and scorpions every fucking time. <laughs> okay, I, have I to don't admit, know if that's exactly what they're talking I have to admit, about, but I know I heard rattlesnakes. About that. I don't even think I've seen a rattlesnake in my life. Yeah, we're city dwellers. Scorpions, though, fucking freak me out because those motherfuckers are so aggressive. If they like, if they're in your house at all, have they're gonna fucking attack one? you. No, thank God, I've never had. But I know people like it's uh, fun. <laughs> when I yeah, I was about to say when I was in high school, I knew a guy that like was sleeping and like a scorpion just like crawled up on his bed crawled on his face and stung him in the goddamn eye oh yeah i played in a band with this kid and like like his eye he couldn't go to school for a while it was like a month or two his eye was swollen shut like it was fucking terrible so yeah i'm pretty freaking terrified of scorpions but i've never actually like encountered one like in my house or anything like that except for i think one time i i had to kill one in my garage or some shit like that but it's never been in my house but, yeah, scorpions freak me the fuck out. It's because they're so aggressive, man. Like, most insects, they see a human, and they're like, holy shit, that thing is fucking huge. I'm going to run away. Scorpions are like, fuck you, you motherfucker. I'm going to fucking sting your bitch ass. And, like, they run at you. No, I've never had that happen. Yeah, I've never had one yell at me like that yeah. and then come charging. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you never had one go all kamikaze and shit and run at Um, I do remember one time I had a story my old drummer told me that where it's like, he was in the garage and he was watching a tarantula and a scorpion battle it out. Mm-hmm. And then his dad came by and he like squished both of them. And he was like, dude, I wanted to see which one won. And his dad's like, I won. <laughs> and he walked off. Okay, so. <sighs> but no, not all Texans are scared of scorpions. Because believe it or not, we kind of have a metropolis going on in DFW and Austin and San Antonio and El Paso. I don't even say I'm scared of them. Yeah, we don't have the covered one. They're wagon just fucking little anymore. bastards, man. They don't do anything. They sting you. Yeah, if you fucking step on them or they crawl in your bed on accident. Or you put them on your penis. No it's not like they purposely go after and you. Uh, what, Michael? What? If they put what on your penis, bugs. <laughs> oh, all that venom. <laughs> anyway, speaking of arachnids. <laughs> I um, thought he was going to say erections. No, uh, Mazda Motor Corp. They issued a recall for their Mazda 6 sedans. Can anybody guess why? Because it was a standard and women were trying to masturbate on the stick shift, knocked it in neutral, and knocked it off the cliff. Take that into account. Because they had spiders in their engine. That's pretty damn close. Yep, there are. there's a spider. It's the yellow sack spider that likes the smell of gasoline has been crawling into the engines and uh, weaving a web, which then causes a blockage, and uh, it doesn't get the fuel that it needs, and it can cause motor failures. Cool story, dude. 
What? I thought that was fucking awesome. That actually is really cool because they <laughs> they block shit with. This reminds me of a uh, IFLS post that I saw about how they fucked up spiders on drugs and saw how they built webs. Did you guys see that? Yes. Mm-mm. Did you laugh at that? Yes. Okay, I laughed fucking heartily at that. Yeah, yeah they like, gave him LSD, they gave him crack, they gave him yeah. pot, they gave him like all this other stuff. I'm going to be honest, though, I have and, no... And like the webs were all... <laughs> the webs which were one was fucked the... up. Yeah, which one was like the most fucked up? I think it was pot. It was like the most lazy, half-assed web you've ever seen in your yeah, life. Yeah, it was like a couple like strings. like six strings and that was it. It's like, well, dude, when you want a cheeseburger, what the fuck are you going to do? God <laughs> ah, damn it. Spiders. This, this, this shit sucks, man. I'm going to stop. Fuck it. I'm gonna, that'll catch a fly. And then, like, the That's fucking cocaine funny. one was, like, obviously done really quickly. Yeah, it was, it was like, a mess in one area. Um, but anyway, yeah, I don't have anything else to really say about the Mazda incident, though. Like, that just seems weird, really. It's the second time they've had this recall, too. For the same reason? Mm-hmm. What the fuck? What the hell is in their plants? <laughs> fucking spiders ain't playing around, They got around, a yellow man. sack fucking infestation, apparently. Maybe you should get a sprayer. Just saying. Fuck you, Mazda. Since you brought up drugs. I like Toyota anyway. And, uh, this is a drug that bogs. Like, I don't know if you guys heard this. This is this is kind of a nationwide thing, but it just kind of recently hit here in North Texas where they had um, some high school kids. A couple of them died, and they had a few of them that are in the hospital, like on at the end of the rope, I guess, because they took a new synthetic drug that's out there. That's like LSD, and Boggs is going to love this. It's called the N-Bomb. You like that, Boggs? You like that one? No, I'm not racist. I really listen. Why do you, why are you listen? Going, why you gotta, you gotta stack everything the dimes down there now? Everything that they say is not true. I am not racist. So anyway, it's all out of context. It's me being sarcastic about the Republican Party. I, why are you even saying? You know, I just said that the name of the drug is called the N bomb. What the hell's that got to do with you being racist? Why does your mind always go there, dude? Why actually kind of sounds like a drink. Is that weird? So anyway, um. The end bomb, like I said, it's got property similar to LSD. It's a synthetic that's being made, and I think they've tracked it to overseas is where it's coming from. It's a drug that could be ingested via liquid, powder, or tab. They're saying that these high school kids, what they're doing is they're putting it on, um, like, sweet tart candies and taking it. And it says that the effects of it causes aggression, agitation, visual, and auditory hallucination. Fuck me! Hallucinations. <laughs> And seizures. <laughs> I think the I think that's the fun part is the seizures. It's almost like you know, woo! Like a, hey, Boggs, uh, you want me to try and get some of this going. shit? Cunt. What? So anyway, um, I figured that you might want to get some of that and bomb and do it. That's the one fucking drug that Boggs will protest. Is the end bomb drug? And she prayed. To the man with the quick something, something. Oh my god. But <laughs> the world is numb and cold. I don't actually know that song at all. I just wanted to throw that in there. <laughs> you know, I was trying to do the um bop thing. You're going to do the like, ah, oh, the little uh, choir part? Yeah. But no, fuck you then. <laughs> that song's not really. Um, <clears throat> that song's not really in my range anyway. Cause it's like let them all fall. It like screams and shit. I'm not a really good screamer. It's not really in my nature. 
Pretty clean tone. N- neither the women you're with. <laughs> oh. Zing. Oh, jokes on you. I'm not with any women. Aww. Aww. Poor Boggs and his lameness. You know, we've talked about. I saw this. I thought this was interesting. You know, oh, we've. Sh- <laughs> shit. Sorry, dude. My bad. You <laughs> just smacked the fuck out of that table. You know, we've done the thing on absence and stuff. What a joke it is on a recent episode. It's not a joke, it's a real thing. So go look that up and check it out. So besides um, abstinence, I'm abstinent. <laughs> oh, keep going. Sorry, God my bad. It, I'm man. sorry. I'm de- I'm derailing you, and I know. I'm sorry. You fucking cunt. So wow. Like for abstinence training, like some schools, they have like these things that they go through. They're little. I don't even fucking know what they call them exactly. Like, help me out, Boggs. What do they call them? <laughs> No, but they do certain things and Vaginas. Stuff. Yeah, they have vaginas in the class. Wait, that's not at all what that's I was going for. The abstinence. It's not even... It's the opposite of abstinence. Vagina? Yeah. I think sex is I, the opposite. No, of. I see vagina and I want to have sex. But what if you're gay? Then you mm. have two dicks in there and oh. it's just not the same, really. Oh, God. <clears throat> no, they do these things. They demonstrate... Using props yeah, and stuff, what, there, what right? it's like, like if for people who have a lot of sex and get passed around, and these are like this is used in a school in Mississippi. They do a thing with a peppermint patty where they unwrap it and they have all the kids like touch it, and then touch at the end of it, patty. <laughs> when it's all fucking, Can you feel how it feels? it's all melty and moist in their hands. Oh my Does God, it make yes. you give you? A stack of dimes Now they're parts So Sex Is the greatest thing Ever little boy I'm teaching you sex No, it, actually that shows you how dirty it is After multiple people touch it Like if you fuck a lot of people You're dirty I will still eat your So they're teaching what? you how You get gonorrhea and another one of the demonstrations, they use tape or they put the tape on a student's arm and then they remove it and they just keep doing it from student to student to show how it, uh, after a while, it loses its, its ability. Tape. It loses its ability to form a tight bond when it comes in contact <clears throat> with multiple people. Because oh we God. love loose things. Don't we, Eric? Yes, we do. We love loose pussy, right? What? So... <laughs> It shows that it's hard to have an emotionally fulfilling relationship after having a sexual, multiple sexual uh, partners. Well, let me tell you about how emotional relationships go, kids. Uh, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Fuck emotional relationships because you, you just get crushed like a fucking bug under their okay, fucking so foot. And then you're a slave to them the rest of your goddamn life because you can't fucking get over them. Their scientific evidence is scotch tape. Mental. No, no, no. They put the tape on the kids' arms. They just go from arm to arm, and then after a while, you know, there's no stickiness left. Yeah. So they're showing after you go from person to person, you mm-hmm. lose the ability to form a bond. No. Good. You stickiness. should not bond no. to people. Hold on. See, once again, where is there scientific evidence that Don't says worry that about you it. can't... This is just telling the where kids... Where is there scientific evidence that shows God, that you, you just... cannot have an emotional bond because you've been with multiple partners? Listen, listen to him. He wants actual Here's science involved. No, 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 Things done. Here's the thing about what he's saying, and this is the problem that I have with Republicans, and I mean that as nice as I can. Oh they God. are the biggest advocates of false analogies. Uh, here he goes again. They really are. <laughs> that's it. That's, <laughs> no, that's, no, that's, that's end of story. Like, 
there's too many things that they're like, oh, that's really cute. I'm going to use that yeah, forever, even little, though it's a complete fallacy. Well, here's a little another impressionable one kid, yeah, that makes sense. That's what I'm saying. Here's the problem with that is that's not... Fuck you, you This is another cunt. false analogy. I you might like, kill And this you. one's from Texas school that got used. Um, I'm going to troll the fuck out of you, Michael. <sighs> so... Another thing that they would encourage the kids is tell them that sex makes them like chewed up bubble gum or use toothbrush if they have multiple partners. <laughs> I don't know why that's funny to me. Makes you like chewed up bubble gum. That's true. A vagina can look like that if it's had enough. Oh my God, that vagina looks weird. It really does, guys. Does it stick to a wall when I slap it? I usually think more. What the fuck? <laughs> Did he just say? I think more like root, roast beef down there and then bubble gum. Oh. Okay, well, I'm just going to keep playing my song until you guys... Uh, false analogies for box. So, the last one on here is my favorite. I don't remember what a vagina looks like. God damn it, you're so depressing. Except I watch a lot of porn, so it's really not true. I've seen a lot of them does in the like, last few days. Does it look like chewed up bubble gum? Not really. It looks like a vagina. So anyway, the last one, the exercise was they would pass a cup around and have all the kids spit in it, and then they asked the students if they'd like to drink the cup. Because having that sounds really hot. Because having multiple sex partners and subsequently exchanging bodily fluids with multiple people is undesirable. Just like drinking the spit cup. So at that point, the kids should be like, "Look, I've watched domination porn, and I'm telling you now that they drink and eat and like lick weirder shit than someone's spit." I'm just saying, dude, it, that's, these are actual things that they use in these abstinence programs. I feel like it's going to be a drop later. Um, I don't really care, honestly. That's the dumbest shit I've ever heard of. I will say when I was in health class, we had a sex ed teacher that was basically like, that, I think I told this before, but like she made us classify um, each sex act and like how uh, risky it was, I think. Or, or I guess it was like... Um, What's your favorite? Well, like if the you degrees got a, in which like you got a hammy or something. No, it was like um, two people. <laughs> it was basically activities that two people had to partake in. So it was oh, like so like dry humping versus dry humping versus in penetration. Um, okay. Watching porn together. Oh yeah. Uh, what else was there? Obviously, sex was one of it. That's uh, what penetration is. But okay. I was making that clear. Um, <laughs> For who? I think I'm pretty sure <laughs> he, he's. It was, it. dude. It was. It was like, it was really specific because, like, I remember it was like masturbating each other, mm. sex, nice. watching porn together, mm. abstinence, and oh. I was like, we we started listening him, and one of them was like, um, uh, having a fantasy to yourself or something like that, and I thought oh. it was further up the chain, and she was like, you could be having a fantasy about me right now, and I would never know, so it's really all internal, and I was like. Did you kinda, wink at her? No. The the <laughs> irony was, I was kind. She was kind of hot, so I was kind of having a fantasy about you, her. Right as she said that, so I was like, "Awkward." Holy shit! Boggs is just looking at her, shaking his fucking head. <laughs> Cheesy smile. I'm like a I'm like a 17 year old yes. kid, and she's like a 35 year old. Yeah, I was a I was a Christian way back in those days, unfortunately. Um, but hey, dude, I do remember shaking. when I found uh, when I found dry humping. I thought it was like the greatest thing of all time. Because you're like, it doesn't even break the Bible. Like, wait a minute. I don't have to stick it in? That's amazing. And we both get our cookie? Yeah, I got to say, every time I dry hump, there's no way I'm coming. I, I've got to take the pants off and pound that shit out. <laughs> that we, sorry. <laughs> Two beers. I haven't had dinner yet. I'm talking about when I was like younger, a lot younger. 
that shit out. <laughs> when, I was, when I was younger, man, like, the wind blowing the right direction would get me hard. Like, no reason whatsoever. That's, That's why you disappear into your room for hours at a time. Yeah, the AC kind of turns on. I'm like, oh, shit, gotta go. <laughs> that reminds me of um, that Saturday Night Live skit. Open a window and a breeze rolls in and a jizzed in my pants. Have you seen that before? No. It's Lonely Island. You should you should check that out. I see. Like, like you don't watch TV. I avoid bad music. Dude, that's <laughs> that shit's funny. No, it's not. I've heard like two of their songs and they fucking suck. Dude, it's a fucking comedy act. <clears throat> yeah, they still suck. They do suck. And so do you. Thank you. We need to move this fucking thing along. Yes, we do. Fuck you, Brad. <gasps> I told him at some point. Welcome. You're now in Florida. So loud to the headphones. Jesus Christ! <laughs> it's so loud. It's so insane. I originally, I didn't mean to make it that over the top, but I just kept adding gunshots to it and people screaming. <laughs> originally, it was only like about seven now, or eight seconds. The really so. sad part about our segment here is everything you put in the opening is fucking warranted. Go well, on, Michael. Go, yeah, thank you. You're, you're, I mean, you're welcome. Thanks, Holmes. I appreciate it. I think uh, both me and uh, Michael have uh, Florida. Have pieces fuck. to this? Yeah, yep. I got a couple, so I'll go, and then we'll let Eric do his, and then you can sit over there and fucking stare at us there, goddamn non-helper, non-fucking provider material. Are you kidding me? I have two pieces of paper in front of me. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. All so... Right. I might be a little toasted after two since I haven't had anything to eat for 12 hours. On our Florida what the fuck segment. Uh, the first one I got, this was this was an interesting one, I thought. Um, a guy named Ronald Benjamin is working the uh, front desk at a Petersboro Apartments, wherever that is in Florida. When he stepped outside for a smoke last Wednesday on April Fool's Day, and he saw a body of a woman lying in the parking lot. Um, Benjamin went over and looked at the body at, and he thought at first it was a mannequin and that someone was playing a April uh, Fool's Day prank on him. So he went back inside and got his co-worker and uh, he took her out. She looked at the body. She thought it was real and he's like, no, no, it's just a joke. Someone's fucking with us. So later on, a third employee showed up and he grabbed him and they had a couple people out front that were delivering newspapers and had them all help pick up the body and throw it into the trash bin. Um... They did notice that there was blood, but they thought it was just some red paint that someone had left. Are you, you know. fucking shitting me? Hey, man, you gotta make sure because, you know, it's April Fool's, so jokes, right? Now, to be fair to Michael, and to be... Not Michael, but, but the people... I can do this. To be fair to the people, we're talking about a state that's had a dude fuck a dog in his front yard. Mm-hmm. A dude get shot over popcorn. So, like, really, when you think about it, is this really that weird yes yeah it is there a is dude a ate a dude's face over eating bath salts difference. as a methamphetamine there's a very distinct difference between a mannequin and a body in texas well in no. here but the sad part in coming up, general yeah. 
in New York, All in Texas, and fucking... everything but fucking Florida. Oh my god, shit is crazy in Florida, dude. I'm telling you. So a couple hours later. Uh, a maintenance man arrived for work and he saw the blood out on the parking lot and he noticed that it was actually fucking blood. He wasn't an idiot like the other three. Um, Does it say that he tasted it? No. So he went to the See, trash bin and he that. recognized the woman as a resident and he called the police. Um, so the investigators came and found out it was a woman on the 16th, lived on the 16th floor, a 96-year-old woman that had thrown herself out the window and left a suicide note. All right, first off... <laughs> Well, there, there, there are no ninety-six-year-old-looking mannequins. Yeah, that see, would, I didn't even know that part. That I know. just makes it that worse. Actually why I is, left that out. I'm um second off. I'm not. I'm at a loss actually. The, now I, that you've said that, I don't that. think it's so clear-cut. You know what I really think? I think those three employees killed her and then made up this crazy-ass oh fucking story, thinking, "Oh, they're gonna think that we're just stupid." They, they really hated her. I'm sorry, but there is and it's Florida, just, so the law enforcement's like, "Yep." This is fucking crazy because this state sucks. Like when they picked up the fucking body, it was probably a little limp and had some movement to it. Mannequins don't have that. That's blatantly it obvious. Depends how long I've been there. Maybe Rigor Mortis said that. No, it, it did not. <laughs> you know, the sad truth though, Eric, I'm not sure that I buy that because Florida's full of fucking retards. No, I I think there's more that to are, this That are... Walking around in society. I just like want to know people. why. I mean, dude, she is 96. It's like, why what's, would you, exactly. what's the fucking point? See, why would you kill yourself right then? What's the point? I mean, was, if you're going to... Was she suffering? End, was she, did she have some pain? kind of terminal illness or something? Didn't have all that information. But I'm thinking if you're going to go out... Like, if you're 96, you're like, fuck but it, she dude. I'm just going to go out on a drug bender or something. I'm just going to be fucking shooting She obviously smack had the strength fucking, to get over a fucking balcony and Can throw you imagine when it would be like, like so, 96 years old and you get slammed for... Crack and cocaine. It'd been funny if she, if she built like a pulley system or something and just fucking shot herself off of it. Okay, for uh, my Michael, come on, man. Florida, what oh. the fuck? Um, in uh, eh, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I don't know if I should say this uh, in Spanish or in uh, English. Well, I'm not going to understand it in Spanish. So. Well, I mean, it's, no, no, it's. Pineless, Pineless Park, but it looks like <laughs> Palias Park, you know, in Spanish because it's got two El Pacino. Oh, Pineles. Pineles. Park. Yeah. Um, Por favor. Sandra Suarez. 41 year old Sandra <laughs> Suarez. <laughs> I just said shit in your mouth in Spanish. That's the best shit. I was okay, never mind. I'm done. It's your segment, dude. Go for it. No, no, it's your segment. Go ahead. What do you got over there? You I've got uh, you got, got jack shit. Okay, so I'm also drunk as she fuck. walked into a McDonald's bare-breasted and wearing only bikini bottoms into a McDonald's. I'm in. Keep going. Um, Look at those nuggets. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, so apparently, an employee approached her and told her that she needed to put on clothes, like testicles. To which she became agitated and started flipping over everything that she could get her hands on: cash registers, soda machines, chairs. Just tearing up a fucking storm. She destroyed everything. Did she flip anything with her tits? I don't know. Yes. Uh, there is apparently video of it. Um, Someone's going to be whacking off that tonight. Is, is it on Google? <laughs> and she caused about $10,000 worth of damage. Oh, that's even better. She's a rebel. You think that someone would have tried to grab her and put her down? Well, I so wasn't I'm there. Thinking there was some kind of drug involved, I'm not 100% sure because it doesn't say in this report. Honestly, there's no way that's was, not. 
taken to a local hospital and charged with felony criminal mischief and resisting arrest. Yes. This is the girl that we need in our apartment, Eric. Yeah. Let's you get her on the show. 41-year-old cracked out fucking Latino that will fucking flip everything in our apartment when we tell her to put her clothes on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. When you when you when you Claire's next okay, mommy. I'll do we the great a, I'll do the best cost, in our apartment. No cost thing. benefit analysis. Boggs gets laid but loses everything <laughs> in the apartment. Done. That is desperation. All right, so I should put a real lock on my door. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> well, yeah, I was about to say your next response is so you don't care if I like lose all my stuff. It's a risk I'm willing to take, Eric. Maybe it's time to get a gun. You know what I'm saying? Yep. At least a trank gun. I'm gonna get a gun, a real lock on my door, and a monkey. And no. Has my kid bothered mm. you at all so far in terms of like walking through your room? No. Good. <clears throat> Good. Just making sure. Okay, so this other one I got. Uh, Brulio Villanueva, who lives in the River Park Trailer Court, which is a trailer park box. Oh, okay. He lives next door to a couple of nice young ladies and their eight children. Uh, so early in the morning... What? He, uh, women with children. Is that you got a problem with that, Boggs? Eight? They're not black. You what got a problem with that? Ratio? I didn't say anything. I just said eight. Jesus. Eight? I can't even I can't even ha- like fathom having two right now. Is it six and two? No, two women, eight children. Or four and four. I'm talking about the ratio of the children. Yeah. No, my bad. That would be one to four. Okay, What's so So early in one morning. Bar? Villanueva decided to set fire to a mattress that was leaning up against the lady's trailer in order to burn it down. So he was charged for attempted second-degree murder, arson, and a hate crime. Oh shit! There's people in that trailer. You know why he's uh, charged for a hate crime? Cause they are less Well, That's some kind of an assumption. I mean, I didn't say that yet, but you okay. have said that before. No, I said it's just you two ladies. This. I you said prefaced two ladies. this earlier. So the reason he started the fire was, as he stated, that he despised the two adult victims for the simple fact that they were lesbians. And every time he saw them kissing, he felt a deep repugnance in his opinion. They did not deserve Never children. Mind, I don't care that there's people in that trailer. Now, the funny twist on this story. He hated them because they're lesbians and thought they didn't deserve children. But, um, kids are gonna grow up lesbian like them. But the thing is, Villanueva is a registered they sex offender. Fuck dogs. What? What? Damn it. Wait a second. <laughs> okay, this story's right. Hold on. I'm going to get serious now. He was he was protecting the children, even though he's a registered sex offender. Oh, he is a registered sex offender. Yes. Oh, what? Ew. But he was protecting the children from the two lesbians because uh, that was an abomination. <sighs> um... Okay, hold on. But, God damn it. Uh, I need food, man, because I, I can't. I'm too drunk to process this. This is kind of funny, uh, though. Hold on. So, he is a sex offender mm-hmm, mm-hmm. whom is abusing slash violently acting out towards two lesbians who have a Trying child. Trying to murder them, yes. But it's. But, you know, when he rapes a little girl, 
It's straight sex. Uh, you don't know if it's a girl. It might have been a boy. They didn't say in the story. No. He could be Catholic. He's, he's obviously Eric, straight sex. Eric, you don't know if he's Catholic or not. He doesn't like the gays. Well, he is Hispanic, so. He's doing. What the fuck does that even mean? Most of them are Catholic. It's just by percentages. By percentages? I mean, it's a guess. It's not. I'm just saying, if he's burning I feel down like if I weren't kind of toasted right now, I would argue with you, but I'm going to take another drink because to keep lesbian, getting toasted. Because they're lesbian, that tells me that he molested little girls because he would only be down for straight sex. I'm going to say this, though. I think they picked a terrible place to move. Hey, just because you like lesbian sex doesn't mean you like gay sex. No, he doesn't like lesbian sex. No, he's say, not down with that, dude. I like a lot of lesbian porn. tried to burn lesbians down. Oh, shut up. You don't like anything. What? You like... You don't even know you me. You like fucking Chuck E. Cheese. So, the thing is, with this trailer park... Last year, they removed a large group of sex offenders from the trailer park. I don't understand the Chuck E. Cheese reference. <laughs> because the state probation officers determined that all the men living in the trailer park were there illegally because of the county laws. They wouldn't allow sex offenders within 2,500 feet of a park, school, or daycare and stuff. But the reason why he wasn't removed is because at the time, like, he wasn't on probationary status. He is, like... I don't understand how what? it works. That's what it said in here, and that doesn't make any fucking sense to me. Do you is that get like a pedophile loophole? I guess so. <laughs> well, I guess it is in Miami-Dade County, Florida. Uh, so there you so go, Boggs. There's a place for you, you to do you get the take Chuck up e. residence. Do you get the Chuck E. Cheese reference? Uh, no. Little, no? Ki- little okay. kids like Chuck E. Cheese. Come on, dude. Really, man? <sighs> you play in my ball pit, little boy? <laughs> That's actually a great line for a pedophile. <laughs> we had some serious shit here. No. Not fucking around. You got something there? You gonna play that for us, or do you want to hold it? Is that the grand finale? I'll hold this song for sure. I can play another song if you want. You motherfucker. You want Guster or Death Cab? Whatever, whatever, bro. I'll let Eric decide. Whatever. Oh, shit, I dropped my cable. <laughs> oh, God damn it. I um I really need to eat something. God damn, this show has gone to hell. No, seriously, Eric, do you want uh, Death Cab or Guster? I don't care. Michael, you're the just deciding fucking factor. Death Cab. Just do it. <sighs> but I always play Death Cab. Mm. Okay, then Guster, Jesus. Then do Guster. But I'm gonna play Death Cab because I'm. You <laughs> just did this like two weeks ago. I thought so, it might be a different song. So I should play Guster then. Yes. yes. Fuck. Neither of you seem to like this choice of song well, how about once I, um, again you did it like two weeks ago which one the death cab one or the yeah, guster one the death cab one I'll play guster then cause I actually love that song anyway so are we doing this Eric's gonna sing though most organized show ever <laughs> you remember all the words nope not at all fuck I guess I'll do it I know the <laughs> chorus I can't do that one. You know the chorus? Somewhat. I'm going to let you do that one, then. No, so I don't know the chorus. You should not let me do it. I know, but that's kind of our show. is like we try to do musical things that we can't really do. <laughs> like let Michael sing. Shining like a work of art. Hanging on a wall of stars Are you what I think you are? 
Slamming the fucking table Because I'm it. drunk And I don't realize How loud that is so I'm sorry Jesus God man People wanted more bogs And this is what they get <sighs> uh, Hey yep. Yep. I have to admit 
kept telling him. Dude, without eating dinner and honestly eating for the last 12 hours and being kind of wasted, honestly, it's pretty good performance on my part. <laughs> not going to lie. I don't mean to suck my own dick or anything, but I kind of want to, so. Yeah, you'll fail miserably. That's going up. Until you take out some ribs. Believe me, <laughs> I have tried. See. Not recently. Hold on. Last... The- Month See, or so. Pound the shit out of that. Suck my own dick. <laughs> my own dick. I'm writing that down. I'm going to look for that. So I don't know if you guys heard the uh, news that NASA came out with this week. No, but I actually do know that you wanted to make an entire show out of this, so I really want to hear this. No. Um, well, I can't really make an entire show out of just this. Are you going to make like one statement and that's it? Yeah. No, no. I mean, well, it pretty one much is. One bold statement. It pretty much is one this statement. This is one statement for man. Um, but a uh, moon off of Saturn um, in Celeste. Oh, damn it. I pulled a U. Um, <laughs> hey, you didn't specify Michael. Oh, I, think, I think they all know. <laughs> I, I know. We, we all know you can't read. It's a, a fucking given. Michael. Sorry. Um, Enceladus. Um, it's a small moon off of Saturn uh, that is uh, encapsulated around ice. Now it does have these uh, giant fissures that uh, have been projecting water ice for a while. Um, and you know, they've always been curious about it. But Cassini, which is a uh, satellite that's been going around, um, has actually used a infrared spectrometer to look at the temperature of the tiger stripe fissures as they like to call them. Um, if you go and you look at a picture of it, like it's very white, and then it's got these kind of very bluish, looks like almost cracks, like you would see in a, uh, you know, in a ice shale, so to speak. Um, and it has recorded temperatures 15 degrees warmer than its surroundings. That is a possible sign of geothermal activity below, suggesting that it could have uh, water towards the core uh they are estimating that it's possibly the size of lake erie the amount of water so once again i mean like i said it's a very small moon um i don't even think i can see it with my telescope that i have uh he sure can't see the neighbors through the window though you can't see your own penis with your telescope <gasps> wow oh <Aww>, he <laughs> needs a microscope oh fair- i was i was gonna say because it's you know it's too relative in size. But anyway, it doesn't matter. What? But essentially what this I haven't has, seen Eric's You really need to put a lock on your fucking door. <laughs> what this has turned Bolt. into is NASA's shifting ex- its, its focus away from uh, Titan, which has always been long rumored to have uh, water ice or uh, water below the ice and has always been a subject of, well, you know, if we're going to find life, it's going to be there. Um, but this is a lot more definitive of proof than we do of Titan. So NASA is now shifting its focus towards this small moon and pretty much proclaiming it to be the best possible uh, resource for potential life outside of our planet. We're about to find life no, and we're fuck not. it up because we're humans. 
no, we're not about to find life. It's going to take a long time, especially if we keep defunding sciences like we've been doing as a human race. We would fuck it up if we found it. There's no but doubt if that. we find it, we'll fuck it up. Sticking to like the science element of the show. There was a report released by the Union of Concerned Scientists that looked at segments on cable news networks um, uh-huh. on climate science. Did you say What they did is they went through all the stories that they did on climate science, and then they looked at the information that was presented by the experts or you know whoever's the, the host or whatever of the shows and stuff. And this is pretty interesting. They came, it came out that the segments on MSNBC were the most accurate with just 8% of the segments containing misleading statements about the science behind climate change. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. So with the saying... Mm. Only 8%. And they said most of the time it was more in favor of climate science. Like they fudged numbers in favor of, you know... Of climate re- science? Of climate science. So Okay. Now CNN was next. Now let me, let me go and stop you there real quick. I want to point out at least one of the greatest things... Um, someone can learn is that everyone is biased and even the left side of the argument which we tend to lean on the extremities of what we argue are just as bad as the extreme right it really is it is there's no there's no parallel there is a parallel the reason why that's just as dangerous is because it's still not factual that's bullshit because i'm gonna tell you right now i hate that argument it's like well you know, conservatives have Fox News, liberals have MSNBC. It's Fuck not all there's of that. no equivalent. That's not my it's argument. Completely false equivalent. My there's argument is the extreme left argument is just as bad about propaganda as the right. Yes, but they may okay, they may push a point, but I think the evidence and the fact they use more fact. Or it's not like Fox News that just That's makes it true. And, and here I'll prove it. Just off of this, like I said, eight percent of the segments done by MSNBC, left leaning, were incorrect. 30% were incorrect on CNN. Fox News, however, had 72% of their segments contained misinformation or representation against climate change. 72%, 8%. There's a totally different viewpoint. Fox News has an agenda, and they push it, and it's facts be damned. MSNBC's pushing it, but they're just pushing a little too hard for what they believe in. I understand that, but 8% compared to 72%. And... It's not even close if you look at the number. They reported the number of segments. MSNBC ran 132, this is from last year, 132 segments on their evening or weekend shows that mentioned climate change. Fox had 50 segments, and CNN only had 43. Well, and I think what it comes down to is um, <clears throat> on both sides, rational versus irrational. Um as far left as I may appear, I'm a rational person. So if you show me evidence or show me conclusions that are counterintuitive to the way that I think, I'm more inclined to adjust my position based on those. The unfortunate thing is, is that the people that are on the right can't. They can't give me evidence. They can't give me facts. They can't show me any kind of basis for their propaganda. I, I want to preface so I dismiss this. It. I want to preface this with this: the extreme left can't do the same either. But I will say, like one of the big turning points for me, I was a Christian conservative guy when I was in high school. One of the biggest turning points is I was in junior high school. I, I was a junior in high school. I'm sorry. Um, and I remember, like, you know, I was I was researching on, online, and I would go to Republican.com. They have a lot of forums, right? So they have like their entire message of like what Republicans feel 
um, how they developed their arguments, they were all there. I was in the middle of studying logical fallacies when I was in high school, right? So when I go to this this forum, republican.com, um, it was a lot of anecdotes. It was a lot of like cute little phrases that were really biting. Um, it was a lot of religion, stuff like that, right? So I was like, okay, well, fuck it. Let's go to democrat.com, see what I find. So I go to the same type of site. It's literally like the cross, um, I don't know, like forum site, right? What do I find in terms of like what they show and how they develop their thoughts and what science, evidence, stats, like there's, there's like all sorts of links to uh, stat pages and like science journals and all that. And it was like, hmm, as far as academia is concerned, they develop their points a lot more pristinely and a lot more cleanly and a lot more um, unbiased in a lot of ways. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard this, but one of the greatest quotes I've heard recently is a uh, Hillary Clinton uh, quote. And it's like this Republican guy is like going on and on about how bad abortion is for society. And um, Hillary Clinton takes the, the podium. And she's like, well, look, we have a fundamental disagreement um, as far as abortion goes. And it's like when I was the first lady, we instituted programs to, one, educate young people about abortion and what the options were and how to go about it and how to do contraceptives, right? And... Uh, we noticed that across the nation, once we started implementing this program, abortion rates fell. And she's like, you don't understand that what we want is for contraceptives to be widely used and known about, and abortion's rare. And the thing is, is when you don't teach that, and she, what she actually said was, I'm sad to report that since I've left being the first lady, abortion rates have risen. And it's a lot to do with what we're teaching people and what we're teaching kids and what we're teaching about contraception. Or not teaching. Exactly. Or the lack thereof. And the thing that, that uh, uh, the right doesn't understand is like everything the Democrats push to do when it comes to social programs like that give you the results that you want, a lower abortion rate. Um, when it comes to being legal... What Republicans don't seem to understand is they put morals in front of people. And I have a sincere problem with that. And I, I know that sounds really weird the way that I worded it, but the way that Republicans want to go about doing it, illegalization, put people in positions um, where they can be abused, uh, particularly women. And whether they think they're anti-feminist or not, they are. Uh, because of what they want to institute as policy. Their policies that they want to instate make women have back alley abortions. Whether they think that, oh, well, it was her choice to have that back alley abortion. It was her choice to do... No, you asshole. She makes ten grand a year, and she can't otherwise live. So, in a lot of ways, the results that they want are better suited being regulated. Because, as far as I'm concerned, what you really inst institute to people is, not only do we... Uh, we make children die as far as they're concerned because they consider fetuses children. Um, the woman dies as well because of the back alley abortion that went wrong because the doctor isn't held accountable because the person in charge of whatever that operation was, they don't give a shit. They don't have to report to law. You can't come to a court and say there was malpractice because the first thing out of their mouth was what were you doing? And you can't say I was having an abortion because you are in immediately incarcerated. So, uh, 
back to the point though, the right, they push things on a moral basis that's so misguided, that doesn't accomplish things in society. And a lot of the reason why I feel is because they admire people too much and they give people too much credit. Um, people bend laws. That's just the truth of how human beings behave. If you say you can't have a boat that uh, you fish with that's this wide, what do they do? They make it longer. If you say you can't have this this length or this width, what do they do? They make it higher. You know what I'm saying? We're always going to find things that bend laws. So the best that you can do is make it legal and regulate. Because at the very end of the day, the least you can do is say, look, we know what your behavior is. We know what you're going to do. This is within reason. Well, I completely disagree with that bullshit because there's no way in hell conservatives admire people. They despise fucking people. That is I their disagree. problem. I, I think don't. their biggest issue is they <laughs> give people too much credit and I they don't, think that no, everything they know comes exactly down what they're doing. Everything comes down to personal responsibility no, with them. Th that's their, everything that's that they ever argue line, that's, that's that's an intellectual thought is look, you need to be personally responsible. No, no. But they always set the rules no, up that the, fuck you know, people no, in positions no, that can't people, be personally responsible. The people for they stuff. want to be personally responsible are poor people you should be responsible fucking rich people or corporations yeah, who tax dump cut tax cut yeah tax who cut, dump fucking toxic waste and sludge into fucking rivers i know what you're oh, saying uh, well hey hey but that's what that's what's good for business banks man. who fucking defraud old ladies See, and these mortgage scams this stuff. is hey, what i mean about misguided though you know what? they're so misguided with their principles because when they say things like that you should be personally responsible where the fuck is the business responsibility? That's what I'm saying. Where's be like it's, uh, it's meant towards. I put both of you in the the newest Facebook post I had, where it's like no one's reporting the newest BP oil spill they had in Michigan. I know. Where I the I, fuck is that in the news, I bitches? I, I just saw like one story on that. That's what I'm saying. Like the problem with, and I, I don't mean I, I don't really care about the business side when I'm talking about this. I'm talking about like everything they talk about with social programs, right? Like, they really don't fucking want poor people to have seafood. Well, like, it's crazy how often I hear somebody in, on the conservative side say, they bought lobster with their food stamps. Not to totally... Like, dude, that means they couldn't buy other things. Who gives a shit if not, they want to... Not to totally cut you off and move on, but along those lines, I, I wanted to kind of get into Obamacare just a little bit to bring up a few points. And that's... I mean, it's the same shit. It's just like the healthcare law that... I mean, I don't... It's funny how they're still attacking it. You know, they want to take it. Like Paul Ryan came out with his new budget, and of course, the first thing is, you know, we've got to get rid of Obamacare because we can't afford it. Well, we can't afford it because they want to cut all the fucking funding and the programs that make it work. You know, that's. I mean, there's they got methods to their madness, but um, I thought it was interesting. I don't want to hit too hard because I know it's a big news story, but of course, you know, they hit their seven million was their goal to hit on signups, and they hit the seven million, and I think they said they've added a few cents. They're still accumulating the numbers. I think they're saying they're up to almost seven and a half million people have signed up online. So the program's doing what it's supposed to do. And I, I still hear like conservatives saying, well, but most of those people already had insurance. And, you know, there's only like a million and a half of those are actually new people on insurance. But I still think it shows the fact that the insurance companies out there were putting out such a poor product and it covered, you know, didn't cover the pre-existing insurance, all the things that people really needed. So people were able to go and leave their shitty insurance and sign up on programs that actually benefit them, fa their families and stuff. I think the saddest thing about it was if you look at the total numbers, they're saying maybe with about 6 million more um, people on their parents' health insurance because they raised the age up to 26 so people could stay on their parents' insurance. They had about 6 million people on the rolls that way. 
and they've added $3 million to the expansion of Medicaid, which if people don't know, basically they took the poverty level, and if you're you know below 100% before you could be eligible for Medicaid, now they raise it up to it's like 138% or something of poverty, which is still shit. I mean, if anybody looks up what poverty is for like a family of Fords, I mean, I think it's like 20-some thousand dollars, 26,000. I mean, it's a ridiculous amount. Like, no way could fucking live on that family of four. Um, but they upped that. 24 states, uh, or 26 so far, are participating, including D.C. 24 aren't, uh, Texas being one of them. In Texas alone, if they expanded the Medicaid coverage, which the federal government will pay for, the funds are already there and established. I mean, our state would pay nothing out of it. There's over one and a half million people in this state right now that would be covered. And between the other 24 states, they're talking, I mean, Texas and Florida are in them. So you got a couple of big states still. That could be like another almost four million people covered. So if you think about it, you know, even like one and a half million new people on the Obamacare, and you got three million on the Medicaid, six million. I mean, you're talking 10 million of the 42 million that were uninsured. So they've almost insured a quarter of a million. That's with no help from these conservative governors and stuff around these states who aren't doing the Medicaid expansion, you know, and plus with Congress continually trying to defund parts of it. I mean, that's part of the slow rollout process. I mean, it's amazing that it looks like if there was any effort put behind it on the conservative side to maybe tweak some of the things they don't like and to actually put a little bit of emphasis behind it, this program could definitely, I mean, think of what they've done. It could be just blown out of the water. You know, it's like, I just can't see how they continually just try and defeat and defeat. You know what I mean? And uh, I saw the stat because they were talking about, like I said, with a lot of the states not jumping into it. The uh, uninsured rate is 50% higher in states that have not uh, produced, that have not gone along with the Medicaid expansion. Like they're saying right now that in the states like ours that don't have it, you have 18% of the people on average don't have insurance. But the states have bought into that system and bought into the program and actually set up their own exchanges like the federal government wanted them to do, it's uh, 12% of the population. So they cut 6%? I mean, that's not bad in one year. I mean, it's going to build over time. It wasn't even that. It was, what, January to April? So like one... Yeah, since it's went in full effect where people could sign up. Yeah, it was like a third of the the year. Um, One of the things that I think is, is really unbiased as far as I'm concerned... Um, would you say that most conservative ideas favor really large business? Well, I mean, everybody knows that. There's no question of that. Why do they need help? You know what I mean? That's the thing that I don't understand about like public it's, policy. Your interests are the public interest, right? But it's that whole trickle-down economic theory that <clears throat> they've gone with now for the past you know, thirty-five plus years. See, this is this is the problem that I have with that. that never Every worked. economist I've ever talked to that's taken any college course ever talking about anything economically that's never even come up. That's never even a, a, an academic idea. You know what I'm saying? Like, at what point does the academic world just to say, "Look, that's fucking wrong"? Like, there's nothing factual about how that works, and here's why. Why doesn't the academic community ever step out and for that? Like, we had Blake on, yet what, last week, and he was like, that shit doesn't work. I think most economists pretty much have said this applies side economics doesn't work for shit. I think, I mean, most major econo- economists have come out and said that. I mean, I don't think that's it. It's just, but you got to remember who's running the media, who's 
I mean, that's one thing about Republicans. I always give them credit. They're so much better than the Democrats about they have a message and they stay on that message, man. It's just like a bunch of fucking lemmings. When they put out a message for the day, they're all out on all the stations and they're just relaying the same. It's just like, you know, it's like echo fucking chamber. Democrats are they're not they don't have their shit together. You know, it's like I always say the conservatives are all fucking hardcore right wing conservatives. Democrats, you got moderates, you got liberals, you got conservative Democrats and they all do their own fucking thing. You know, it's like Republicans always vote in a fucking block. Democrats just go off willy nilly and do their own fucking thing. It's like, that's why they can't get shit done the way Republicans can. Republicans have control. They fucking have control, man. I give them that much. Those sons of bitches. They really know how to fucking make shit happen and not in a good way. But, um, one thing I saw is like beside the healthcare, we've talked about this lately, the whole minimum wage, you know, federally they're trying to raise that to ten dollars and ten cents an hour. Connecticut was the first state to do that a couple weeks ago. Maryland just did it, and now, like I say, same thing with the Medicaid expansion. A lot of uh, Democratic states that have Democratic congresses and governors are putting legislation in where they're trying to raise state minimum wages up to ten ten an hour. I completely agree with Blake. You need to be careful about how quickly you institute that. Ten dollars and ten cents isn't. That's not nearly the enough. That's kind of the thing I'm saying too. Is like at that. It should at be that more rate, like around twelve. I, I don't think. know. I don't know what the number is. I haven't really uh, done enough uh, research to really tell you what the number is. But I can say that at ten ten, you're not making companies so. The whole bullshit that they always argue with, like. Uh, uh, minimum wage bill. You're gonna drive jobs away from. Nah. No, you're not, dude. The minimum wage jobs are fucking fast food restaurants. H- how the fuck are you gonna hire foreign labor for that? It's like I. It's like I said, because after Blake left the show, all oh, the listeners missed out on our fucking three hour bitch marathon. We talked about it. It's like I said, <laughs> the thing with raising minimum wages, you're gonna lose jobs initially. Because the price with the wage increase and stuff, people are going to let go of people. But then after all that money that the people working are getting that extra funding, that's going to start going back into the economy. Then they're going to have to start rehiring. It's just it's a trickle up theory and it works. I mean, it's proven what you're saying. Let me me give you the academic reason for that. Um, Because you're right. If you're handing people more money, they have to spend it. If you're spending money, you're demanding more goods. That's just the bottom line, right? The thing I'm going to say to you, though, is, you know how many people would really lose their job over that? I don't think it would be that Honestly, many. Honestly, this is the thing that people don't understand. When they take, like, beginner economics courses and they see the graph that they actually show, yeah. the graphs are very elastic curves. In other words, when you s- they make a depiction that you can understand. Look, when you increase minimum wage, look what happens to the market. You lose jobs, right? The problem is... Elastic curves give you a false representation of what actually happens in the market. Because as far as I'm concerned, I'm of the normative opinion, and honestly, a positive opinion because it's testable. Labor markets are very inelastic. In other words, if you're running a restaurant, if you're running a business, how many people does it require to take to uh, feed your business or run it, right? If it takes six, guess what you're stuck with? Six employees. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You don't get to cut that. Right? What ends up getting cut are profits to your CEO. Okay. Which who gives a <laughs> shit, right? Like they won't they won't oh happen. My, and that's have you all seen that South Park episode where it talks about like the music industry and it's talking about like all the music artists who like can't put in their second pool 
or they can't like buy their third Lamborghini car or shit like that. Yeah, I think you brought this up on episode 23. That's what it's like. It's like, <laughs> oh no, you can't fucking afford three pools now. Oh no, you can't afford a 50th car. Oh no, you can't afford these things because we had to give it to your laborers so they could fucking feed themselves. Oh my god. I sound like Eric. Oh my god, I'm turning into Eric. Play us a, play us a fucking song. Let's start closing this bitch up. I'm done with it. I I need to go to the bathroom before I do that. All right. So you guys oh, you guys geez. fill in the space. Okay, we will of fuck that. off. That's not really. It's gonna take the that. dick of the week. Box gone. So. God damn! I thought we'd never get rid of him. Jesus Christ. We can't let him drink anymore. More economics tops. News fast. All right. Dick of the week, Boggs. Nope. Um, of course, I'm not going to go through the whole thing. But, of course, we had the McCutcheon versus FEC case that came down to the Supreme Court this week, which um, basically um, struck down the aggregate limit for federal campaign contributions. Uh, that has been in place since 1974. So it's just an addition to you, yeah. you know Citizens United. I think what people don't realize is what it is is um, you, people could donate, like on regular elections, you know, uh, to national parties committees, political action committees, whatever. Every two years they can donate um, up to $5,200 to each individual candidate, but a total of up to 123000 So what they did was they struck that down where it's still – it's weird because you think they just wipe it out completely, but they still have the 5200 limit, but it's unlimited now what they can spend. So instead yeah. of just picking, like, you know, 20 races they want to get involved in, they can just go around the country and just give the yep. max to every fucking little shit race going on. Um, Chief Justice Roberts wrote the major opinion on it, and this is a quote I got from him that I think says it all what they think. Uh, He says, no matter how desirable it may be, it is not an acceptable government objective to level the playing field or to level electoral opportunities or to equalize the financial resources of candidates. Bullshit. He, that's, he's... Bull fucking shit. Essentially what he's saying is the rich should rule. That's what he's saying. And we should go back to a fucking monarchy where it's like, oh, the richest family is. No, got it all. what he's really saying that's, is you no, should go back to feudalism. That is exactly what well, he's yeah. fucking. Well, yeah. What he wants is serfs. He wants really poor people who have to work off the land and they're essentially slaves with a very small wage, so they don't have to call it that. Well, I think, and the thing about it is too is this. They say that this only affected in the last election cycle less than seven hundred people, it's like six hundred ninety some people actually were able to give to the limit. I mean, it's not like me and you is going to run out and fucking give up yeah. 120000 This is for the wealthiest of the wealthy. Exactly. So it's just allowing that 600, almost 700 people access to give more and more money. And I love how he said that. He made one quote, too, about the fact that, you know, giving all this money to these campaigns and stuff or to election officials or whatever is no way like it sways them or something or you can't i mean basically saying unless they come out and say yeah i took this campaign dollar so i'm going to go vote for this because this guy wants me to there's no way you can double check that but i think after united uh, citizens united in this case i think we're probably about fucking like a second away from them just scrapping all you know, I mean, and they're, they're going to have to do it. I, I can't believe yeah. they didn't just do it on this and say, you know what? Unlimited dollars to anybody you want. Fuck it. I mean, I mean, granted, they still can anyway. With Citizens United, they can just go and give the money up to those super PACs and let them distribute it. It's all it, bullshit. But, I mean, it's so that's what we got to look forward to. So 
the Supreme Court, I'm going to say the five conservative justices, but especially John Roberts, Dick of the Week. Yeah, way to go, you fuck ass. You gonna way place to be for out the there? American people. Little Boggsy, you got it together? For the American rich people. You want me to play it out? Oh, I thought you were going to actually sing, too. I am. I'm just... I'm, I was waiting on you to finish. I was trying to time this really well and not talk about it, but here we are talking about it. It takes me a long time to finish. Uh, that's least, not, least not two, Eric. At least two minutes. Shake down 1979 The cool kids never had the time Life wire right up off the stream You and I should meet A June bug skipping like a stone Headlights pointed at the dawn seeing in to it all and I don't even care to shake this zip of blues and we don't know just where our bones will rest to dust I guess forgotten in the Cross the vacant and the board Not sure just what we have in store More pun city slipping down Down to see That we don't even care Restless as we are, we feel the pull in the land of a thousand guilds of cement, lamented and assured to the lines and towns below.
to see that we don't even care to shake these zipper blues and we don't know just where our bones will rest to dust I guess forgotten and absorbed to the That's all I got. Have a good week. You got anything else for you, Michael? No. Fuck it. What the? What?